Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we're going to be learning why some people deny God's built-in designs. All throughout history, mankind has had a way with exchanging God's glory and creation for their own sinful desires. But our feelings and our attractions don't dictate what is true, right, and good. And today on the program, Rabbi Schneider will explain why God's original design is functional and holy, as well as how this perfect design is actually counter to the world. It's a lesson on the things that God calls sin, and it's part of our longer series titled Journeying Through the Book of Romans, and it starts right now. Let's join Rabbi for a quick recap from the Colorado Mountains. The book of Romans helps us to understand what the true gospel really is. The gospel begins with calling man to repent for his lack of acknowledgement and submission to God. We're going to continue on now, beginning in verse number 18 of chapter number 1. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because that which is known about God is evident within them. Everyone knows there's a God. For God made it evident to them. We're born into this world knowing there's a creator. That's what he's saying. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes meaning that he's infinite. You look at the sky, it goes on forever. His eternal power and divine nature, his beauty and creation have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made. So they are without excuse. Continuing in verse 21. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks. And I explained all the reasons why, even though people know there's a God because God made it evident inside us, And we can see in creation, even though we know men have not acknowledged him as God, instead even today claiming atheism and agnosticism all the way back to the time that the New Testament was written, the same thing happening today, men denying God, refusing to submit to his ways, and they do this to their own peril because as a result, Paul says, they became futile. Futile, you know what that means? It means you expend all your energy to accomplish nothing. I mean, think about all the energy that's being used today to try to explain the origin of creation outside of an intelligent creator. All the famous scientists and their theories about how there was this big bang in outer space, not because there's a God, but just because somehow things blew up. It's all futile. And listen to what Paul says as he continues here. They became futile in their speculations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. I mean, a great example of what I just read, listen again, exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man 
and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. A great example of men exchanging the glory of the incorruptible God for creation is right where I'm at in Colorado. This state is a very liberal state by and large. And many of the people here consider themselves as very spiritual. They spent so much time out here in nature, but they don't thank God for the beauty of the creation. They worship nature as if nature itself is God. They don't go beyond the creation to worship the creator. This is exactly what Paul is saying here. People deny God, they deny the creator, and they worship the creation. And beloved, it's happening today all around me right here where I'm at. Continuing on, you see the gospel is just as powerful today, if not more so, than it was 2,000 years ago. And because men have done this, there's a consequence. Verse number 24, therefore, because men rejected God, denied him, and began to worship the creation and worship themselves and worship science, therefore, God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever, amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way also, the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men, committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their heir. What is God speaking about here through the Apostle Paul? Beloved, it's plain language. He's speaking about the pervasive homosexual spirit is so prevalent in our culture today. And there's such pressure upon the church to compromise in this area. But the Bible tells us that the result of the darkness that has separated human soul from a relationship with the creator, the result of that is homosexuality. I'm not saying that homosexuality is the only result of that, please. In no way, shape, or form am I trying to say that. What I am trying to point out, however, is that that which the world is condoning, a homosexual lifestyle as being good and acceptable. Beloved, the word of God plainly teaches that that is not so. In fact, the word of God says that it's unnatural. It's not according to God's built-in design in creation. Because mankind has been separated from God, a homosexual spirit has entered into the world and it's happening now with such ferociousness and such velocity that it almost feels like the majority of people in the Western world are homosexuals. We know that's not true even by a long shot, but the voice of the homosexual community is so strong now that the heterosexual church is afraid to raise their voice and say no this is an error, this is wrong, this is the result of God's wrath being poured out upon the world and him giving humanity over to this idolatry. It's a result of sin. It's not good, it's not natural, it's not right. 
It's plainly wrong. Now, I might be preaching to most of you to the choir right now, but I really want to take some time to talk about this because so few people are. Beloved, this homosexual spirit that is taking captive so many people today is not building up society. It's destroying society. Now, hear me. I'm not condemning any individual that is stuck in this lifestyle. And I realize, and I say this with complete empathy and compassion, I realize that many people that are living in a homosexual lifestyle or are having homosexual feelings do not feel that they chose this lifestyle or that they chose to feel this way. I realize that many people from their earliest childhood memories remember having same-sex attractions. But beloved, just because someone has that sense of having same-sex attraction, that doesn't mean that it's right. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and now Rabbi has a special message for our monthly partners. I want to thank those of you that have been led by the Spirit to financially support this ministry. Truly, without your love and support, we wouldn't be able to be reaching people all over the world. I'd like to pray a special blessing over you. Father God, in Yeshua's name, I pray a special blessing for these that are blessing this ministry and letting your word spread through this ministry because of their standing with us. Father, I pray that you'd pour forth in their soul the same fiery passion of love for you that Yeshua has for you, and that that love that you pour within them would create the strength needed for them to have breakthrough in their life, to enter even more deeply into the freedom of the Spirit and the fellowships. Father, thank you for my partners and friends in Jesus' name. Like Rabbi said, we couldn't do this without you. Thank you. And now back to today's message. You see, beloved, we're all broken due to sin. We're all broken and all of us have desires that aren't right. For some people, it might not be a tendency towards same-sex attraction, but for other people, it may be that they're married and they're constantly committing adultery. They're constantly attracted to other people, even though it's the opposite sex. Both are wrong. It might be natural for someone to want to have sexual relationships with all these people, but that doesn't make it right. That doesn't mean they should give in to it. That doesn't mean God condones it because that's the way it feels. Just because somebody might feel, oh, I feel so attracted to this person, even if it's in a heterosexual context, that doesn't mean that God blesses it. See, beloved, our feelings and our attractions don't dictate truth. God's word is what dictates truth. And so let's go back and look at this again. Somebody needs to say it. The scripture is clear that because mankind is fallen from God, because mankind has come out from under the covering of the creator, there's been such darkness that's been released in the world that men have become foolish in their speculations and professing to be wise, they became fools. And the result of this, verse number 24, therefore, God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity, 
so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. What is the impurity and dishonoring of one's body that the Lord, that God is referring to here? He's talking specifically about homosexual behavior. He continues on, God gave them over to the lust of their hearts. So once again, God's not denying that someone might have these feelings. He's not denying that someone might have these lusts, but rather people are giving in to them. And because man is separated from God, God just allowing it to happen. Therefore, God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. And how are they being given over to impurity? The word of God specifically tells us. Verse number 26, for this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. Now, what does this mean? What's the natural function of a woman? The natural function of the woman is to be in relationship through matrimony and through sexuality with a man, with a husband. That's what's natural. Just looking at the anatomy of the male and female that man fits together with woman. And not only that, he says, in the same way also, the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another. So men towards men and women towards women. Let me tell you what some in the church are teaching now. And it's happening in huge mainline denominations. Some of the mainline denominations, some of the biggest denominations in the world are splitting over this issue of homosexuality, whether God approves it whether he condones it or whether it's condemned. And we have major blocks within Christendom that are saying homosexual behavior is acceptable to God. People feel that this is naturally what's in them and God blesses them because that's what's natural to them. But beloved, God does not bless what's natural to us. It's not our feeling. It's not what is natural to us that defines truth. What defines truth is the divine order and design that God built into creation. And the way he built creation is for men to be with women and women to be with men. That is what is natural. We don't define what's natural. God defines what's natural. But what many in the church are doing is they're interpreting this verse through a different lens. It's called gay revisionist theology. And what they're saying is, what God is condemning is not a man towards a man or a woman with a woman. What God is condemning is that if a man has a natural affection for woman, but he exchanges his natural affection for the woman and instead decides to go into a homosexual lifestyle, that's what God condemns. So again, the naturalness, according to gay revisionist theology, is not according to what God said is natural. God said what is natural is men with women, women with men. But the gay revisionist theology in the church is saying, no, the naturalness that is spoken of here in the word of God, they exchanged that which was natural to give themselves over to impurity. Again, for this reason, verse 26, God gave them over to degrading passions for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way, also the men abandoned their natural function of the woman and burned their desire to one another. 
God defines the creation in terms of the way he built it. He's the one that says what's natural. But gay revisionist theology, it says, is saying to us, no, it's bad, it's wrong if you are a heterosexual and that is what you were born with, that was what your natural tendency was. But instead of practicing heterosexual relationship, instead you just decided to go against what was natural to you and you decided to involve yourself in homosexual relationships, whether it's men with men or women with women. So I hope I'm making myself clear. This incredible, defiled, devouring, evil spirit that just has fangs on it that's meant to steal and kill and destroy, it is being now taught to the church in like the guiles of Satan, who's more seductive than any other being in the planet. He has created a whole theology by twisting God's word and is teaching that homosexuality is not wrong if that's somebody's natural inclination. It's only wrong if someone was born with a heterosexual inclination and they exchanged it to become homosexual or to engage in homosexual activity. And so once again, the new revisionist theology that's being taught is that what is natural is not defined by what God says is natural, but instead, the gay revisionist theology is teaching what's natural is defined individually, what's natural to you. And as long as someone's doing what's natural to them, whether it's homosexual or heterosexual, God will bless it. And so, beloved, there's tremendous darkness, a deep darkness on the earth right now, and this spirit is sucking up the world. I don't want you to be deceived. And I want you to know, beloved one, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, if you are someone that has homosexual feelings and homosexual desires, I want you to know God doesn't reject you as a person any more than he rejects me, but he loves us too much to leave us where we're at. One person needs to repent of one sin, another person needs to repent of another sin. But there's a difference between saying God loves you versus saying, God will continue to leave you where you're at. Jesus called us to repent. He said, unless you repent, you will perish. I know for some of you, you've tried to repent and it's so hard, you feel you're not making any progress. I'm telling you, beloved, please receive the truth, acknowledge the truth, keep praying, keep seeking God, keep turning to him over and over again. And as you continue to call out to God and recognize that homosexuality is a sin, reject it as a sin, keep calling out to Jesus. He will, beloved, strengthen you and you will overcome because he that's born of God overcomes the world. And at the end of the day, he that has overcome the most will receive the greatest reward.
You're listening to the Bible teaching ministry of Rabbi Schneider here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. If you'd like to learn more about this nonprofit ministry, we'd like to invite you to visit us online. You'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And well, as Rabbi said today, truth is defined in God's original and perfect order that's built into creation. And if you're looking for ways to share God's truth with others this year, then we would love for you to partner with us. Rabbi makes the gospel clear and easy to understand. So many of our listeners say that they've grown so much because they've never heard this kind of material before. And the fruits of this ministry are the lives who are changed and transformed by Rabbi's uncompromising approach to teaching God's Word. Like I said, we'd love for you to partner with us and to share a little bit more about that. Here is Rabbi once again. Beloved, it's important that we put God first in every area of our lives. It concerns me that it seems that so many people today are trying to use God for an experience, but they're not being obedient. I think of many, many people that are going to churches, they love the worship music, but they're not being obedient to God's Word. Jesus said, unless a man picks up his cross, denies himself and follows me, he cannot be my disciple. Sacrificial obedience is the only way to truly walk hand in hand with God. This is why it's important how we handle our finances. Going back to the first book of the Bible with Abraham, all the way through the New Testament, we see that those that truly walk with God honor Him in every area of their lives, including their finances. I wanna just ask you today, if discovering the Jewish Jesus is being used by Father God in your life to be a blessing, would you honor Him with your finances through this ministry? To partner with us this year, please call 800-777-7835. Or you can also give a financial gift in the mail when you send your check to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. You know, a lot of people have found it easier and sometimes more convenient to partner with us online. And if that's you, you can find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your partnership with this nonprofit ministry, it is vitally important. It's not only during this special month where we focus on our partners, but every month of the year. And as our way of saying thank you for your generous donations, you'll receive a personal prayer call from someone on our team who will equip, encourage, and pray for you. And you'll also be receiving an engaging and an insightful newsletter each month from Rabbi Schneider that's prepared especially for you. We look forward to a new season of ministry and for you to stand with us in prayer and financial support. And if you would like to stay connected with Rabbi in a more personal way this year, you can also sign up to receive Rabbi's text messages. He texts only when he feels led by the Lord to share a message of hope or encouragement. So sign up today at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now let's close today's message with a special blessing. In the book of Numbers chapter six, we find a personal blessing from God our Father. This blessing should touch our hearts because it's so personal. Father God wants to intimately bless you. So receive his blessing into your life today with gladness and an open heart. 
make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm Dustin Roberts and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider reveals God's divine order. You won't want to miss the message and you can hear it Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.